Hi, uh, my name is Raf. I am playing Grinner, a barbarian human uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I, um, I'm playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinner. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, uh, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the Dungeon Master of our Curse of Stride campaign. Hello! Hello! Hello, hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, everybody, to the Lost Archives for Curse of Strahd. It's lovely to have you all back here. Now, I have some really fun special announcements to share. Rejoining us as special guest character Raspip, we have Andrew. He's just going to sit there in silence and turn his camera and off. And he turned his camera <laughs> <It's> off. <gone>. <laughs> <laughs> a good session. It's so great having Andrew joining us, everybody. I'm stoked to have him part of the stream. Um, I don't get paid enough to be here. You don't get paid anything, so that's right. <laughs> None of us do. Uh, and with their camera back on, looking absolutely stunning, Jared. Oh. I don't know about that, but I'll take the compliment, I guess. It's it's, it's amazing. We, we've really missed seeing your face on the stream. And um, now that you can sit up again for at least an hour, <laughs> we'll be ready to rock well, and roll. I won't lie. There will be times where I'll probably just turn off the camera. No, that's absolutely So if you, if you see that, that's just me getting up and walking around because I've actually been told by my physio not to sit for too long. Okay. No, absolutely. Of course, absolutely okay. Health comes first. And rejoining us as he has been every night, consistently here in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. It's Jacob! Hey! <laughs> I'm looking for a promotion to that top row. Just saying. Do you know what? You might just get it because running late tonight and letting the team down is raff. Uh, we don't actually know the circumstances of why he's running late. We might be giving him a lot of shit and it turns out there's a genuine serious reason. But until that comes, raff, where are you, you piece of shit? Um, obviously, Tom can't join us tonight, and Haz is still out. Although, knowing how Haz works, I reckon uh, Haz will be jumping back in probably in the last like half hour, right as we're about to finish up, forcing us to do another forty minutes of D and D, same as last week. Um, uh, who who is paying these chat comments, um, Andrew? You know that like I, this is the first time I've put it on my Instagram, and here we go. It just yeah. <laughs> so from and I have to say though, with a username like Filthy Phil, <laughs> he is he is filthy. You know he that this pure. comment, you know that this comment is going to be a hundred percent above board and certainly not pure. in your endo. Um, pure. I, I imagine Filthy Phil sounds like this. And stop me if I if I'm on the wrong track. Oh, that Andrew's one handsome fella. He can raid my dungeon any time. <laughs> um, is that you, Phil? Hey. Phil. Um, apologies, Phil. I, I know nothing about you, and I've made a snap judgment based simply on a username and <laughs> text you've written in a single comment. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, Andrew says I've nailed it, so I'm sorry about that. Raph's here! Hey! <laughs> we were just talking shit about him, telling him that he was about to be kicked from his spot in the top of the uh, overlay. And who, who said that he was going to be wearing a shit shirt? 
Oh, I think they would have won money, money that. whoever that was. <laughs> We've got the late player bingo. Um, no, lovely to have you. Lovely to have you joining us, Raph. Perfect, perfect timing. We've actually just gone live. We did a bit of um, D and D BS, uh, D and D bullshit. I mean D and D before the stream. Um, Mm -hmm. We just had a bit of a uh, bit of bullshitting and chatting around, and Jacob adds some grievances about his position uh, on the overlay in the bottom left hand corner of the screen. I just well, question how much just I'd... have done a better job. Oh, well, well, it's I was easy. just querying Owen's dedication to our relationship. Oh no, no, no! It's not. It's all about the uh, the money. Um, so all you need to do to get up to that top row is just transfer uh -huh. more money than Raf uh -huh. and uh, Tom have. Is is one dollar going to be more than they have? Uh, you might just have to keep transferring, and then when you emerge in the top of the overlay, you'll know that you've nailed it. Okay, all right. We'll see how that goes. Just keep yeah. outbidding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reference to good friend of the stream and uh, main cast member of Avatar Legends, Dave, who is uh, who is going to be joining me for the Jasper's Game Week. Perfect tie-in for the uh, Jasper's Game Week shout-out I was about to do. Um, Dave bid against himself on a seat for Jasper's Game Week, so he'll be joining me because he didn't realise how the bidding worked. <laughs> Just kept bidding. Oh, I love Dave so much. <laughs> Fantastic. See, that is top-level overlay positioning <laughs> behavior right there. Um, so Jasper's Game Week uh, is coming up super, super soon. Um, only a couple of days away, in fact. Um, we're going to be starting on the 15th on Monday. So I say a couple of days away, exactly a week away. Um, Jasper's Game, will, Game Week will be running from the 15th uh, to the 20th of, uh, of uh, May. We are coming out really really close to it three games every single day over at the meeples and dragons twitch stream all proceeds of the charity live stream event will be going to the black dog institute a fantastic institute um, who support mental health uh, awareness and support uh, we will be or we i will be dave and i <laughs> will be playing on uh, thursday the 18th at 3 30 in a DD fifth edition game um i it looks like based on the youtube poll i will be playing a sorcerer um, I'll be posting the subclasses voting uh, in about two hours, and that will open be open for a full week until the uh, the um, Jasper's game week actually starts, so that I've got time to make a character. But um, yeah, it looks like Sorcerer has just won out. It's 30% Bard, 33% Sorcerer. Wizard got like 10%, and then Druid had the remaining percent. So yeah, you really didn't want me to play a, uh, a Wizard this time around. Fair enough. Uh, looks like it's going to be a sorcerer. Um, I'll be putting up the poll on YouTube, so make sure to come check it out in the community chat tab of YouTube. The options and choices will be, I think, between um, Divine Soul, Wild Magic, Draconic, and maybe Luna, the new sorcery subclass that came out fairly recently. Luna Sorcery looks like loads of fun. I'd love to give it a go. I've so I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's really new. It's only been Very out good. for like um, a couple of months, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it looks I think cool. it'll be out for a few months. Yeah, it looks really cool. A um, lot of synergy. Looks like it's going to be a lot of um, action economy balancing. So that'll be something I'll have to keep in mind of. Um, whereas normally sorcerers just go fireball, fireball, twin spell, fireball. I, I might actually have to like think through what choices I make uh, at different points. You, you also um, you also know a lot more spells than other normal sorcerers. Yeah, it's actually it's got like half the wizard spell list. I think doesn't it? it's huge. It's got um and some of the warlock spells as well. Jesus, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's nice. A, it's an expanded spell uh, spell class. I'm really keen to keen to try it out. So yeah, um, make sure to come over and check us out. I'll be posting stuff on Twitter, on Twitch, um, YouTube. So 
make sure you come and check out Jasper's Game Week. Uh, really, really good cause and loads of fun. If you can't join our session, definitely make sure you join some other sessions. Um, there's going to be so many really, really cool um, professional DMs running some campaigns as well as some other uh, live streamers and YouTubers and podcasters like ourselves who are going to be playing and, and uh, running those sessions. So definitely go check them out. Um, and the only other thing I have to say about it is that during the stream, especially I know for a fact with our game, you can donate money to trigger Wild Magic Surges. And the DM has a D300 Wild Magic Surge table. So um, I think the goal is going to be to get through all 300 options. Uh, would be pretty crazy. So yeah, that'll be that'll be loads of fun. Uh, so yeah, make sure you come and check out Jasper's Game Week. All the uh, information will be in the comments and in the description below. That's it for announcements from me. Um, oh, there is one more thing. Breath of the Wild comes out really soon. No, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom comes out really soon. <laughs> I'm very excited, if it's not obvious. Um, so that's going to be coming out Friday. I have got the game preloaded and ready to go. I will be uh, live streaming it when it drops, Australian Eastern Standard Time, and episodes will be coming out on YouTube uh, launch day. I will uh, record and edit and post as soon as I possibly can. So stay posted for that. That'll be coming super, super soon. Um, a lot of people were messaging in Discord to say that I should use the emulator to pre-record. Um, I decided not to after talking with a couple of people for obvious reasons, piracy being one of them. The other one being, of course, that all Nintendo has to do is drop a day one patch to identify who played and recorded using the uh, the leaked version of the game. And sure enough, Nintendo just announced a day one patch, which is going to be dropping with the game. So uh, I feel like that was a pretty good call. Um, everyone knows Nintendo are very chill about this sort of thing and definitely don't hunt people down and um, destroy their <laughs> livelihoods uh, if they even think about breaching Nintendo copyright. Although still not as bad as Hasbro sending the actual Pinkertons after uh, with, uh, Magic the Gathering collectors. That was wild. That was unbelievable. I'm still kind of reeling from that, actually. <laughs> it's just, what a world we live in. We're like, hey, I opened these cards two weeks early. Now I have actual murderers for hire coming to my house. Like, great. Like, the Pinkertons are literally written into the, Brit the American Constitution as not allowed to work with government officials. Like, it's in their fucking constitution. What, what amendment is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's in there. No, it ain't an amendment. That shit's OG. It's OG. <laughs> <laughs> Nigh on 30 score years, hence, a group shall emerge comprised of massive cunts who shall call themselves the Pinkertons. We shall not associate with them nor their ilk. <laughs> I remember George Washington saying that in his famous speech against tyranny. I do remember that. You remember um, that? I do remember. Yeah, I was. I was there. Um, so, um, yeah. So, wild. Uh, let us start our Curse of Stride campaign with the uh, the lovely players we have in front of us, and we will jump straight back in. Now, I've got a quick recap to get us back into the zone. Once I've read that, we will jump straight in. So, the newest team of the venturing uh, Tempest Adventuring. I've started great. The newest team of the Tempest Adventuring <laughs> Guild have found themselves lost in the dangerous realm of Barovia. Trapped by strange magics, the group have now travelled westward, away from the sinister castle which reportedly houses the immortal ruler of Barovia, Count Strad von Zadovich. Successfully arriving in the town of Alaki, the group have now been drawn into an investigation to locate the missing bones of a saint said to confer protection to the town. Along the way, the group have also teamed up with a gnome sorcerer, Raspip, who is searching for a lost item. Their paths seem to lead in the same direction, the Wachter family, who have much to gain from the acquisition of both bones and enchanted rings. Previously, the group travelled to the local trading yard, meeting with Gunther Arasek, the local trader, and learning that Raspip's ring was indeed recently sold to Lady Fiona Wachter. Armed with this knowledge, and the beginning of a plan to recover the items now forming in their minds, the group set off into the night. 
Unfortunately, they hadn't even left the stockyard when cries of alarm sounded from behind them, villagers running from a giant white direwolf which emerged from the shadows. The group soon discovered this wolf belonged to Rictavio, a half-elf bard the group had met with previously. Assisting him and the wolf in escaping the townsfolk, Grinner ended up assaulting the guards and was placed in the stocks overnight. While Grinner was having rotten fruit and vegetables thrown at him, mostly by Tiffler, the party scoped out the Wachter Manor. Theodore transformed into a spider and viewed the Lady Fiona Wachter, speaking with an ally about finding these strangers who have now arrived in town and bringing them to her for a frank discussion. Jonor, using his magic, then placed a magical eye inside the manor and viewed the dining room, allowing him to also see Lady Wachter and this ally she was speaking with, a rather sour-looking Barovian man dressed in dark clothes with a grey cloak. With the group now reunited, Grinner, Jonor, and Tithler decided to follow up with Rictavio, heading out beyond the town walls to meet with him. However, with Grinner and Tithler's friendship strained to beyond breaking point as a result of said rotten fruit throwing, this simple task became a bit of an a bit of an ordeal. I've just realized it wasn't rotten fruit, it was beans and egg. <laughs> so yeah, it's it so was much delicious. worse. It's it so was much worse. Fresh, at least. It was edible. Um, um, all Grinner had to do was open his mouth and it would have been fine. I mean, yeah. All he had to do was open his mouth and move his head to catch the... Oh, wait, he was locked into place by wooden stocks. <laughs> I don't know. That's a pretty good shot. While meeting with Rictavio, Tithler decided to write a note and slip away, the guilt of her appalling actions finally getting to her. However, her path back to town led her right into the vines of a blood oak, which immediately attacked and tried to consume her. With the rest of the team, now joined by Theo, arriving just in time to kill the tree and free Tithler from its wooden jaws, we left off last session as the tree is destroyed. Grinner biting into the red heart and uh, resulting in that uh, pulsating object to detonate, blowing Grinner and Theo flat on their backs. That is where we left off last session. We jumped straight back in, not with any of those people, but instead with Raspip and Luther. Now, Raspip and Luther. While Grinner, Jonor, and Titler headed off to go meet with Rictavio, the three of you decided to have a bit of an explore around town, gather a little bit more intel about the Wachter family, the Barovian uh, man who Jonor had identified was working with Lady Wachter. Um, I believe he did actually introduce himself to you as well. Let me just quickly pull open his uh, details. <clears throat> uh, yes, he introduced himself as... Um, Ernst, yes, Ernst. Um, he told you that essentially the plan would be that you would come back to the Wachter Manor at the second or third chiming of the bells uh, to meet with Lady Fiona Wachter and himself. During this sort of series of downtime, uh, yeah, Jonor, Tithler and uh, Grinner decided to go and meet with Rictavio with Raspip, Luther and Theo kind of being left behind to figure out what they wanted to do. Um, Theo as soon as the others leave, announces that he wants to go and have a bit of a look around the stockhouse again, the stockyard, just to kind of see if there's any other signs of how that wolf was released or what happened and what kind of led to the events of the night before. Um, he bids both uh, Raspip and uh, Luther a bit, of a bit of a goodbye and says he'll, he'll, he'll meet up with the others outside the gate once he's had a bit of a look around the stockyard and catch up with the rest of the team. Luther and Raspip, you are currently standing on the streets of Valaki, only a few meters away from the gates to the Wachter Manor. Um, the morning is still young, it's about nine o'clock. You have a couple of hours before you've agreed to meet with the others back out the front of the Wachter Manor. What would you guys like to do? 
<clears throat> okay, so um, first question is: Did anyone ever go and try and track down those two men that were seen fleeing? Um, one they had Rich Garp, man with the dirty mullet, and the other had a ponytail shaved sides. They had a crowbar. Did anyone ever try and track them down? No, it's it's only the next morning, so um, not much in-game time has passed. So okay. this would probably be the first opportunity to track them down, to be honest. Because I think that's what Luth would be doing. I'm not sure about Raspip. Raspip is um, pretty much down for whatever, as long as it doesn't impede on the deadline of when we've got to be back here. Because I really, really, really want my ring back. Yep. What? What do you mean? He's only mentioned it once or twice. No. No, he does Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, okay. Just have a quick look at my notes, see if there's anything else. No. So I'm going to... So as everyone else has departed, I'm going to look at Raspip. Now, um, <clears throat> I'm not sure what you're going to get up to uh, here in this town, but I myself, I'm going to spend a couple hours uh, doing some investigations. I I was going to wait here and just fetch my ring, but if you've got something you want to do, I'm happy to tag along. Yeah, well, look, it, it's probably, there might be some connection to your ring, perhaps. It, it's pretty hard to say, of course, but uh, by all means, come with me and uh, we can check this out real quick. I, the, two, the two guys are fleeing the warehouse during the other night, so I just want to sort of go and uh, catch up with them real quick if I can. Yeah, alright. I'll uh, I'll come along. Alright, so... Yes. Um, Owen, so where are we standing currently? We're standing outside the inn? Yeah, no, a couple of metres away from the Wachter Manor. Um, okay, the, Wachter the Manor grounds. But, but we're only talking like a two-minute walk to the inn. The Wachter Manor yep. is actually located very, very close by, only an intersection away from the Blue Water Inn. I might go back to the Blue Water Inn because we actually know the owner. Yeah, I might yeah, see yeah. if I can have a quick chat with the owner, see if he knows who these two men might be. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, as Raspip and Luther begin heading back towards the Blue Water Inn, um, you can see the inn has uh, officially opened. <clears throat> Not many patrons inside this early in the morning. Um, maybe one or two older gentlemen and an older lady Um tables by themselves just drinking alone slowly sipping away at what looks to be a very dark wine uh, in the case of one of the men and the lady and the other man drinking what looks to be a a large uh, tankard of ale these are the looks of people who are very serious about just getting through their drinks at an even pace to maintain a level of inebriation just to get through the day there's a look about these people that tells you that they're drinking to escape the harsh reality of their life there's very almost like apathetic look in their eyes as if there's really not much left for them. Erwin is looking around at them, standing at the bar, the uh, the bartender, Erwin Martikov, um, black hair pulled back into a beautiful ponytail with that streak of grey and white uh, across the temples joining up in that large bushy beard, looking at them a little bit concerned. As you step into the bar, Lutheran Raspip, he looks up, gives you a nod and heads on over. Welcome back, you are... Uh, were successful in uh, getting your friend out of these docks? Um, not exactly, but kinda. Great. Uh, he, he came by and had a 
a quick bite to eat, a little wash up, and then left again to find you. I trust he found you well. Uh, you did, you did interact with Grinner before he took off again. Yep. I, um, yeah, I saw him, but he wasn't, uh, wasn't particularly amicable. Oh, well. Uh, Might have been I... something to do with summoning a buttocks in front of him while he was tied up to the stockade. Oh, I did forget about that. Uh, <laughs> Grinner, one more thing happened to you. Uh, Raspip <laughs> summoned Illusionary Bottom to fart on you. And then, uh... Oh, wait, no, but Tiffler threw stuff through it to make it threw look it like... To make it look like it was pooing on you. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot so about that. it gets worse and, and more justified somehow. <laughs> I so funny. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, yeah, Owen Martikov. You have no way to know it was Tithler because there was an illusion in the way. Uh, I would say that you <laughs> definitely know it was Tithler. <laughs> and I should also state, I find it hilarious. Yeah, Grinner fucking hates it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Owen Martikov gives a bit of a nod. Well, I get the sense that he is a troubled man. He's, um, I've only known him for a little bit, but he seems pretty interesting. No, he's definitely troubled. You're 100% spot on. He's got plenty of skeletons in his closet. Uh, Most of which I suspect he put there. Uh, Did you have any (laughs) questions for me? Um, Is there anything I can do for you? Well, two, I guess. Um, Last night we uh, saw two men fleeing from the uh, w- the, warehou- the warehousing area, just the the uh, the yard, and um, a lot of stuff transpired. Of course, um, people saw what seemed to be a wolf and all that this other stuff. And um, yeah, one of them they both wore rich garb, but uh, a man with a dirty mullet and the other has a ponytail with shaved sides. Um, yes, which, I was just wondering if you would know who they were. I think I know the description of whom you speak. You are talking about the two walk the boys, it sounds. Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, they are the sons of Lady Fiona Wachter, uh, um, Nikolai uh, and Karl Wachter. Uh, do the sons have a good relationship with their mother? Oh, that is a good question, and... I presume so. She has always gotten them out of trouble when they inevitably find themselves in the thick of it. So. Let me let me rephrase. If somebody, and I'm not saying me, but if somebody were to put the two boys into a bag and beat them with a rack of coins, would the mother trade a magic ring that she's just acquired for them? <laughs> I... Look... Jesus. I, hypothetically speaking, if someone were to do this to her two children, I can think of only one response that she would give, and that is to treat such actions in kind, uh, followed by that person's uh, removal of their insides through both ends with the use of a large hook and horses with ropes. What if he just put them in the bag and didn't hit them with the roll of coins? Uh, you are talking about kidnapping. Yeah? I trust hypothetically, of course. No. <laughs> For podcast listeners, uh, Raspip is nodding while he says no. Oh, I can tell that you lot are going to be trouble. Um, I will advise you against harming or interfering with Lady Fiona's sons. Uh, there will be only trouble for you. Trust me on this. 
if you want to know more about their behavior, you should go and speak uh, to the toy maker in town. All right. Thank you. No problem. Uh, if you need directions, it is just a bit further south of, uh, of here. Do you... Uh, I, I have one other question. Uh, yes, I'm please. trying to find uh, a cigar cutter in town somewhere. Do you know where I could buy one of those? Oh, the fact that you are asking that question right after that series of questions just before does concern me somewhat. I swear it's for smoking a cigar. Uh... Do I, I have to insight check that? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know he's lying. Um, uh, if you if you were to travel uh, back to the uh, the stockyards and sp spoke to Gunther, I'm sure he would have something like that in his. Uh, I've position. got um, the the cigar that I've got is about the size of a lady's finger. Yes, I'm sure it is. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, all right. Hypothetically speak speaking, if you needed such an item, you could talk to Gunther Arasek. Has, uh, I will. I will um, move up a little, like move in towards a friend here and be like, "Look, um, I'll keep an eye on him. I'll make sure he gets up to uh, no mischief." If uh, I can. Look, your business is your own. Just make sure none of it comes back to me and my family. I have two small children. I'm gonna hand this guy. Me. I'm gonna hand this guy a silver piece and then say, oh, "It's all right, but uh, it's all hypothetical at the moment." Is this silver piece like? Are you like? Is this a bribe? <laughs> like? Uh, no, it's just me saying thank you for your time and your hospitality. He tucks and it your away. Advice. Into, tucks it away into a top pocket. As you say, advice. He pauses. <laughs> My advice is to not do any of the things you said out loud. Yes, and that's that's what the money's for for the advice. Thank you. Oh, I'm going to live to regrets. Allowing you to stay in my inn, aren't I? Did I not give you enough? I'm gonna get a second silver piece out. No, that's fine. I don't. I don't want your money. I am scared what accepting it means. <laughs> keep, keep your money. You can pay for services at the inn. Of course, I'm not going to be letting you stay here for free. But I will certainly not be taking thank you money and advice money if you end up in the stocks. When you end up in the stocks, either before the burgomaster or Lady Wachter, I want to be clean of this. Let me make that perfectly clear. I will not say a word. Uh, is that a deception check? <laughs> no, that's Okay, true. cool. <laughs> Just checking. Owen nods. Right, I better get back to these lots um, and make sure they don't drink themselves stupid before the day comes. If the master um, comes in here and sees drunkards again, he's going to be very upset. Sorry, my problems. No, no, I just want to ask you uh, one more question, though, if I can. Of course. Um... Did you say so? It was Nikolai and Karl, wasn't it? Nikolai and Karl Wachter, yes. Yep, perfect. Um, do do so? They obviously live at the uh, the Wachter Manor, but um, do they tend to hang out anywhere in particular? Where where can I find them? You know, oh. outside of that manor. Um, I'm not really sure. Sorry, I I don't I don't spend a lot of time outside of the tavern. Uh, running this place is. Uh quite a lot a full-time job and when I'm I'm not running this place I am uh, either picking up or, or delivering from the Wizard of Wines uh, vineyard so uh, I couldn't say where the local place to hang out is um, I think I think speak to speak to Blinsky he he has had a run-in with them since they were children he he knows them fairly well and he will warn you too of your current task of uh, fucking with them <laughs> Uh, great. Um, I'd love to go back and visit that 
Uh, that person again. Look, it is a little bit creepy, but it is the only <laughs> toy shop in all of Barovia. And while his wares reflect the, the nature of this place, my children would not have had toys otherwise, only what I could have carved for them myself. And he brings happiness and joy to this place in his own way. So I can only respect him for that. Well, um, all right. Well, anyway, thank you so much for your, um, your hospitality and your time. I appreciate that greatly. I'll, and I sort of put my hand on top of Raspip's, like, head. I'll uh, watch this one. Please Make don't sure he doesn't get up me. to too much mischief. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't get up to too much mischief. Uh, yes, thank you. As I, like, hold and I, like, tighten the grip on his head. I thank you for that, sir. Good luck. Uh, if you have an item that is in the Lady Walker's possession from the sounds of it, if I am reading this situation correctly. It's on her finger. Yes, I got that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I sort of lean into Raspip and go, do you have any tact at all? What? Like, it's in my ring. Just, <laughs> I keep it just go around. <laughs> you can't just go around fleeing things like this out. Like You don't know. This knowledge could get in the wrong hands. I gave him a silver. I sort of just nod. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to know what we're get, what we're doing. And I don't want. As well. I don't want to know anything about this. Huh. I'm, this Fine. conversation isn't happening. Let me make that perfectly clear. All right, it's not well, perfect. Anyway, thank you so good, much. Um, goody goody two shoes over here. <laughs> well, apologies. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get going. Good luck. See Come you on, later. Pip. And with that, you head out the door. Um, as you emerge into the streets, you can see what looks to be a procession of guards heading down the main road from the southeastern gate. At first, you think heading towards you, four guards flanking this figure, a rather large, portly gentleman dressed in um, very bright clothing um, with a large, almost psychotic smile plastered across his face. Um, the robes of this very bright orange and red his hair is graying and thinning and brushed back over his um, over his shoulders. And as he's walking down the street, he's smiling and waving to all the citizens. What you notice is as this group of guards approaches, the people around you immediately stand up a bit straighter, plaster a very large fake grin on their face, almost like a death rictus smile. This like, and then smile back at him as he begins walking down, occasionally calling out like, hello as he passes people and smiles go for miles hey! as he's just walking down smiling at people um at first it looks like this group are walking towards you but as they get to the intersection the guards immediately take a left-hand turn heading towards the church with this figure in bright red rich robes red and orange robes walks past as he sees you lot um i need to know uh, <laughs> luther and raspip are you both smiling so I think Luther has very good uh, perception and insight, like passive. So I think he would clue in pretty quick. But with his smile, I feel like he doesn't... I feel like Luther... Like Luther smiles every now and again, but he doesn't smile a lot. So I think when he does, and especially since he's like sort of a damp peer, he doesn't really have thanks showing per se, but I feel like his smile nonetheless would be like almost like threatening. It's like that smile when people look at it. He's trying to put on a smile, but it's coming across as more of a threatening thing. Okay. Rictavio. Because he's not used to no, it much. Rasp Pip. Why did I call you Rictavio? What the fuck am I doing? I don't Rasp Pip. 
Um, Raspip is definitely going to be smiling, but he was smiling when he walked out of the shop. Oh, okay. So um, nothing's changed. Yeah, because you're imagining cutting off someone's yeah. finger with a cigar cutter. And to I get guess a ring like back. that, and I guess two you've... kids in a bag getting hit with a roller coin. <laughs> Jesus. The purest wow. of smiles. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, there's so much yeah. wrong with that statement. Um, for one, they're both like late teens, early twenties. Uh, second, they're someone's kids. True. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, sure. So both of you are smiling. Um, as the, <laughs> I would say at this point safely assumed the burgomaster of Valaki uh, as he walks past and happens to glance over towards the inn and sees you both smiling. Um, Luther, you don't get the sense he picks up on any subtext to your smile. He just sees the teeth and waves and goes, Smile, say! We're having fun, yay! As he gives you a big smile and then just keeps walking as he's just waving. We're, we're going to go buy a cigar cutter. <laughs> Do you call that out? Yeah. Okay. Um, he sort of like pauses and looks back and goes, "Oh, <gasps> cigars are fun. They make you smile." Yes, they do. Ah, wonderful! <laughs> Enjoy your cigars. Yes. He just again goes back to this almost like psychotic level of happiness and joy, waving at people uh, as they go past. As he gets up in line with the stocks where Grinner was being kept, you can see that other man is in the stocks and he has actually fallen asleep. Um, as the guards get up alongside and the uh, the burgomaster looks over and sees this figure in the stocks slumped down, he goes, oh, he's not smiling. He's not smiling. Beat him until he smiles. All with this like huge grin on his face. Um, the guards rush over, and as the first blow hits the guy in the stocks, he goes, oh, I'm smiling. And you watch as he tries to like get out this smile before one of them punches him in the face, and you hear this, and then as he tries to smile, his jaw kind of like falls a little bit weirdly and doesn't seem to click into place. And all you can hear is, ah, oh, ah, as he's trying to do this like big smile, and the guards don't stop. There's just the sounds of muted poof, and then for a moment, there's this loud thud and silence as the figure in the stocks falls limp. Oh, how well. Far away, how far away are we from that? Uh, maybe like 12 meters. Can I minor illusion a smile under his face? Uh, how quickly would you have done that when the first like click? Happened? I would have done that after yeah. uh, okay. after the first hit, but before the second hit, I think. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, could you roll me just a spellcasting check? So, so d twenty plus your spellcasting modifier. So roll it as if it was like a spell attack, essentially. I just want to see how good your spellcasting is from a, from a distance as you like whew, let out this sudden uh, burst um, of magic. Yeah, it's good enough. 22 <laughs> you just Eldritch concentrate blast. and then create this little minor illusion with all attention focused on this figure in the stocks no one notices this sudden movement of magic but as you create this minor illusion of a smile as the second guard goes to punch him he like looks down sees this rictus grin pauses looks back at the at the burgomaster and the burgomaster goes oh, much better no need to hit one more hits he keeps smiling though one more hit and the guards then like just punch him in the back of the leg. He just, oh! but the smile doesn't move because it's a minor illusion. <laughs> so they sort of like, it's almost like he goes, oh! but his face doesn't change expression. It's just this big smile. The burgomaster goes, oh! now he's in the spirits. Oh, wonderful. Smiles go for miles. And then 
he and the rest of his group of guards begin heading off down the road again. Um, the figure who's like changing the stocks, his eyes just look confused, even though he has this massive grin on his face <laughs> as he's like looking around going like, what? And then as he moves his head, the minor illusion of the smile and lower face stays in position and his like head moves out of it. So it's like superimposed. And he sort of like looks down, realizes a little bit and moves back in and stays very still. So is anyone paying attention to him now? Or is no, it looks, it looks like the rest of the attention has gone back to this, uh, frankly, insane cult leader. Um, I hate being a good character sometimes. So I'm gonna, in the rush of it all, I'm going to quickly sort of slink to the... Um, to the guy in the stocks. I love I love the phrase, yeah. I hate being a good character. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm gonna give him a potion of healing. Oh. I have two. I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him one of my potions of healing. Amazing. As um, I also um because like yeah I was looking at my when you were describing what was going down, I was trying to weigh up my options because my personality traits are telling me to go and do something, but then Raspip thankfully stopped me from getting into potentially tr- uh, a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Brilliant. As you as you rush on up, you can still see one of the guards is monitoring the stocks, but they seem to be much more focused on the burgomaster as he marches down the streets. You hear calling back, "Do your part, smile with all your heart." As he's just got this again, this very insane smile on his face. Um, as you rush up next to the uh, the figure in the stocks, could you please quickly roll me a stealth check, Luther? Yeah. <laughs> chat, chat. I hate being a good character. He says as he drinks a rat juice box. <laughs> hey, hey, twenty-two. That's true. It's not humans. Twenty-two stealth. Very nice. Um, you duck between the shadows, move with the crowd, and get up next to this figure, hiding behind him, using his body as cover and the stocks themselves as cover. Um, as he sort of sees you, uh, no, actually, he wouldn't even see you approaching. As, as you sort of get up close, you don't get the sense anyone has spotted you, Luther. I sort of would, um, uh, it's okay, hush, it's all, all right, I'm just going to help you real quick. Uh, what? Uh, who are you? I, I don't stand for that oh, type of thing. You were uh, friends with I, the, I, the man with the scar in his throat? Yes, that's the one. Um, by all means, um, here, take this real quick, we don't have much time. Uh, I don't really stand for this type of tyranny, so, um... By all what, means, please. What is, what is this red liquid? Is this wine? It's going to make you feel way better, I promise. Um, so, he's pretty thirsty. Yeah. He's not really in a position to refuse in this case. Yep. <laughs> he's going to drink it without too much question. Um, he drinks the health potion. Would you like to roll the d4s? Okay. Can Can Luther roll to see if he mixes up the multiple red jars that he has <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair he only drinks fresh blood so it's it's a roll to see whether he mixes up a glass vial of a health potion with a living rat with a straw in its I, jugular we can roll for that <laughs> I, don't I, don't think any, I don't have any i don't have any rat juice boxes at the moment no he's drunk them all <laughs> he's, uh, he's full I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> he's full um it's like he has an up and go in the morning he has a, he has a, a small rat as an up and go it in the morning much is that. it's an up and go <laughs> It's an up and go. Um, not sponsored. Uh, four health. Uh, plus two, so six health Yeah, back. plus two, so six HP back. Six HP. You watch as this like jaw clicks back into place. Some of the cuts and bruises heal. And even the gaunt, uh, the gaunt sort of look he has to him, this sort of slightly underfed look, actually kind of brightens up a bit. The, the color flushes back into his cheeks. And he's, as he moves his wrists, the markings and chafing around his wrists and, and neck go away. The scabs healing back into this smooth, fresh skin again as you basically heal him back up to full HP. Um, he 
looks sort of a bit surprised. You, what? But you, he, you. This was. I can't be here. This is such kindness. This is such kindness, stranger. I will find a way to repay you. Please, tell me your name. I, I, I will repay this. Uh, my name is Luther. By all means, um, you don't have to give me any favors at all. Just, um, I, I, I don't stand, like I said, for this tyranny, sir. I won't forget your face or name, Luther. I will pay this debt. I promise. Thank you. I, I gotta, I gotta go. Um, by all means, pl- play it up a little bit, though. Um, so you know, you gotta give in. You gotta let them think that you're uh, more hurt than you are now. Okay. Oh my neck. Oh. Perfect. Maybe, maybe not that much. Maybe don't play that a bit too much. <laughs> I was channeling anyway. Jacob for that. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give him a pat on the shoulder, and I'm gonna like take off. Um, after you take a couple of steps away, Raspip is also going to give him a tap on the shoulder, saying, don't forget you owe me as well for the smile, and then also just walk off behind Luther. Uh, thank thank (laughs) you. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Alrighty, we will jump in with Tithla and Grinner for a moment before we jump back with uh, Luther and Raspip. Um, just so that I know, Luther and Raspip, are you planning to head to Blinsky's, the stockyard? Another location I have not mentioned. Um, I think would I think I'll probably pop in and see Blinsky real quick, get some more info on the Walk to Boys. Yep. Um, and then once I've done that, we will probably try and reconnect with the party. Yeah, sounds good. All right, awesome. Um, I'll I'll have that ready to go when we jump back in. Grinner and Tithler. Grinner, you come to consciousness having only been briefly knocked back by this sudden explosion. There's this sort of like brief moment of like, what the fuck? As your vision goes white, your ears have this ring in them and dirt begins to sort of like fall back down like rain on your face from this massive explosion. Your jaw really hurts. Um, your eyes are kind of a bit blooded you can't quite see that you can feel like wetness on your on your cheek and face and as you reach up and touch it and pull your hand away you can see blood standing your fingers as uh, the last thing that you remember is biting down into this heart the beating heart of this tree which you pulled free um you can hear uh theo next to you in beyondling form uh groaning as well as as he stumbles around and tries to pull himself up right before dropping back out of his wild shape and vomiting on the floor of the forest. Yeah, I I think that that's probably enough of a knockout to actually knock me out of my rage at the moment. Um, think, yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> I'm just fucking stunned. Uh, ah! Ah! You hear Grinner as you, uh, as, you, as you click your jaw back into place <laughs> and you look over at Theo. You see Theo moving his mouth and all you hear is, Hello, Grinner. Are you okay? What has happened? It's just very faint and almost hard to hear what he's saying as your ears are still ringing with this like loud, um, echoing decibel noise. What the fuck you say? What? 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 I'm going to get up now. What? <laughs> <laughs> you feel as as like Theo looks at you in the equal confusion. He's very oh, if he dropped out of wild shape though, would that heal his perforated eardrums? Yes, it would actually. Um, as you're going, what? <laughs> Why are you yelling? <laughs> as he tries to like cover his ears. Um, 
Grinner, you feel rough hands pulling you up. And as you're pulled to your feet, you turn around to see Rick Tavio, crossbow stashed back on his back, um, hauling you to your feet, dusting you off and like patting you on the face, like trying to look into your eyes, moving your chin about, pulling down your lower lid to have a bit of a look, testing your jaw as he pokes at it and then saying something that you can't quite hear. Where's Tifla? You look around over the top of Rictavio and you can see Tifla back on the pathway about 20, 30 feet away from you. Does she look okay? She looks okay. She's she's covered in the blood and gore that was expelled from the tree when it did its uh, uh, area of effect attack, when it expelled the uh, rotting carcasses of that which it consumed previously. But um, apart from that, Tifla has all her arms and legs and her head is still attached. So probably, probably a result. Uh, I think um, Grinner's probably going to make a show of in- indifference towards Tithla once he makes sure that she's okay. Can you make <laughs> me a performance check, Grinner? I want to know how well you are performing this indifference. Oh, I've got a really high score on that one. 14. Uh, okay. Not ooh, too bad. Not too bad. One. Nice. Not too yeah. bad. Um, Tithla, you watch Grinner rush into this tree, punch it a, bu- a bunch, punch it a bunch, <laughs> and then reach into <laughs> its wooden heart, pull out this this red pulsating, beating, um, what looks to be this like vine that's mutated and formed into this like bundle of vines, and then mm-hmm. go and bite into it like it's an apple before being exploded. Um, <laughs> there's probably a brief second with Grinner lying on the ground, not moving, and Theo as well, both of them being just knocked down by this, that I, however Tithel wants to respond to that or how you ever would feel about it. But there's this moment where you see you know, your oldest friend Theo and your new friend Grinner just go down and not move for a good two seconds before oh what the fuck <laughs> oh, what the fuck and then clicks his jaw back in um, and then Rictavio rushes up to help him to his feet um well so both of them got knocked down yeah because um, Theodore was right there. He was right next to Grinner when Grinner bit into this thing. Great. Um, knowing this thing was just super messed up, Tithla just wants to cast Cure Wounds twice. One on each of them. Second level for both of them. Burn both so of them. Cure Wounds is a touch spell, so you'll be moving up to... Okay. Ah, don't worry about it then. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all right. Just wanted to Are let they you okay? Know. They're okay? They're, uh, they sort of get up and they're, they're okay. Looking, they're both looking like that hurt and that they've taken some hurts. Although Great. Theodore well, then... looks fine because he was in bear form. <laughs> so actually Theodore's <laughs> completely fine. Theodore's full health. He doesn't look hurt at all. Grinner Great. looks like he's dazed and a bit concussed. Lovely. Then Tithla's priority is to try and sort of look back and go find her note that she'd written and Grinner, tucked you, on the path. You watch as Tithla looks towards you, turns and walks away down the pathway. It's It's sort of panicked. The, the looks that she gives. She's like okay. panicked when she sees you, the two of you get knocked back and then you're both okay. And then she sort of back and is like searching around and like clearly looks torn in what she's doing and then sort of runs away again. But very deliberate in what she's doing. Tithra, it takes you like 10 seconds to run back and find where you put your note down. It wasn't too far away from this spot. Uh, spot. You reach down onto the rock, lift it up and you have the note back in your hands. Yeah, and then she'll come back and I assume as she gets back, she's sort of tucking it into 
some hidden pouch with inside her cloak. Grinner, as your ears, as the ringing begins to die down and you can hear Rictavio talking, Rictavio is saying, you daft bastard, what did you bite into it for? What were you thinking? I, I told you that it explodes. No, you fucking did it. Why I, would it explode? I definitely mentioned that you don't want to get too close to it if it's on fire. I called it out like twice that if it's burning, yeah, it'll explode. The, the tree itself, I didn't think the little middle bit that looks like it's... Oh, fuck me. Mate, wow. if somebody tells you that something's going to blow up, you probably want to play it safe and not touch any of the things that are coming out of it, right? Well, uh, yeah. Look, yeah. lesson for next time. Blood oaks, nasty business. The vines that catch you and pull you into the, the wooden jaws, terrible, but the blood oak itself, you can't just deal with it by burning. You need to keep a safe distance. These things are nasty. They're all over Barovia. Infestation. Well, you probably should have mentioned that. I didn't have much time, what with the blood oak trying to devour your friend and then you, and then your other friend. And you see Jonor like, looking a little bit dazed as the sudden massive uh, use of magic to destroy this tree and burn it down because Jonah did like 40 damage or something ridiculous in a single turn back then it was it was insane he, he did Jonah did like his most incredible crit I've ever seen it was just, just massive massive that damage so Jonah's kind of like looking at his hands in surprise and then like making little fireballs and then looking at those and then being like whoa as Jonah was having a bit of a moment of like self-confidence building oh fuck alright what's um I think I need to sit down for a minute. Do you want I'm to head just... back to my campsite? I can take yeah, you back there now. It's only a short walk away. Yeah, all right. Let's let's all go back there and uh, sit down. I guess this is uh, this is slightly off topic, but Andrew, I can see the battery level of your laptop, and it is concerning me. Um, <laughs> it's almost <laughs> gone. <laughs> giving me anxiety looking at your battery level. I've watched it very quickly decrease in the last like thirty minutes. I uh, plugged my phone in to charge it and taking the sweet, sweet life of my laptop. You, your phone is is doing a Luther with a rat juice box and just... <laughs> just <laughs> taking it all in. Um, yeah, do you want to... Do you have a, a charger or something? Do you need to get? I do, but it's not ready to get plugged in yet. Owen, that sounds like a very polite fuck off. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds more like a, I know this bothers you, so I'm going to wait until the last possible second because it's going to bother you more. (laughs) He's right. Mm -hmm. That that does get me. That sort of stuff, I like, I... Look, it's my it's my my little idiosyncrasies. I hate watching like the battery charge just drop down to nothing. It that's that's one of those things. It gets me every time. Um, I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna put my cursor over it so I can't see it. There we go. Oh, you have to keep that in mind. I'm no. changing my laptop to best performance now. No. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start bit torrenting on this. Let's start. Uh, let's start uh, data mining. I'm gonna see if I can make some Bitcoin. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so. As so as Rictavio, the, oh yeah, sorry. I was going to say on the walk back to Rictavio's campsite, if Grin is sort of limping, Tithra will sort of walk up and say, "Oh, um, thanks, thanks for, thanks," and put a hand on Grinner and and then cast Cure Wounds at second level. I think. Four. Eleven. 11 hit points. Grinner, you're basically back to full, I think, after that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm three away from full health. Um, I think Grinner's probably going to... When you come up to him, he's probably going to flinch away 
initially. Like, just kind of... His initial response is kind of like, get the fuck away. And then he's gonna... Like, you'll see him actually steady himself as he's walking along and just... Probably minimal acknowledgement aside from maybe just like a... Yeah. That's probably all you get out of him at this point. Do you want to roll a insight check, Tiffley, given that Grin has done a performance check to show off his... um... Nah. Okay, cool. (laughs) I don't think Tiffley would ever... She has never, and I don't think she will ever roll an insight check. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Good to know. Noted. (laughs) I think, yeah, she would just take whatever at face value. Okay, brilliant. Um, uh, and yet, that, in that interaction, she sort of would be looking down and away and yeah, wouldn't really be looking at Grinner in the first place. It's a short walk back to Rictavio's camp. As you get back, you can see the wolf has not really moved from its position. As you walk back into the campsite, it wags its tail and looks up. <laughs> Rictavio looks and goes, yeah, you were helpful. Thanks. <laughs> the wolf goes, <laughs> he just goes, I'm not talking to you. We could have used your help there. That thing was nasty. It was a blood oak. The wolf cocks its head. One ear sort of like flopping over. Don't give me that face, you little cutie. Get out of here, go on. Go do some hunting. We need some food for tonight. Wolf gives a big yawn, puts its paws over one another and can, lies its head down I, to go to sleep. Can I go, can I go with it? Can I ride on, on it? What's its name? Uh, I haven't really given it a name. I've just been calling him, hey you. How, how long have you two been friends? A couple of months. Oh, all, all good friends need to have names. Yeah, but, I mean, he probably already has a name, but he can't tell me what it is, so why should I, like, just give him one that I've come up with? What, have you asked him? What's your name? Wolf looks up at him in confusion, cocks its head, and then lies back down again. Don't know what to tell you. I don't speak wolf. Hi. Do do, do you speak, do you speak with animals? Do you have that, are you, is that something you can do? No. I mean, I talk to animals a lot, but they haven't really talked back. Oh, sorry to hear that. Um, Mr. Wolf, what's your name? The large white dire wolf, seeing you sort of like crash down a little bit, talking to it, raises its head. No, fully standing up to try and get onto its level. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it is lying down, (laughs) but yeah, as as you're fully standing up, it raises its head, which is about the size of you, Tith, probably bigger than you actually, as it's a dire wolf, leans forward, sniffs you this sort of exploratory... And then gives you a bit of a lick on your cheek. It's very oh. cold, this lick. The, and again, that there's that sense of being near this thing, the sense of frost and cold being around it. It's very white, icy fur um, in, the, in the dappled sunlight coming through the forest canopy above, revealing almost what looks to be condensation and steam forming around its, uh, its muzzle and, uh, and jaws. Um, Mr. Wolf, and she's patting it slowly would it be alright if if we called you winter and can I roll an animal handling alongside of that uh, go ahead of course you can Woo-hoo. oh 17 17 um, I, as you as you properly asking permission not like I'm gonna call you winter it's genuinely like is this okay with you the wolf kind of cocks its head curiously 
lets out another yawn, gives you a nudge, and then puts his head back down on its paws. I I think I don't I don't know what that means. I neither do I. That's I probably could be a yes. I don't but know. I didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't bite me. I suppose that's a good thing. Oh, I don't think it bites you, lass. Not not if not if you've come into camp and, and I've given permission for you to be here. Depends okay. if you throw any food at it. Uh, if you throw food to him, he probably won't bite you. He'll be very excited to be fed, but if you throw food at him, hey, I don't think that's very polite. You might get a bit um, of a nip for that. Um, Mr. Rick? Rictavio's fine. That's, okay. That's, uh, I don't, Rick, that's a terrible nickname. I don't like the sound of that at all. Rick. Okay, sorry, Mr. Rictavio. That's right. No, you can just call me Rictavio. That's fine. It's not a problem. Sure thing, Mr. Rictavio. Okay. Um, I just, just so you know, throwing food's a little bit of a a sore spot for us at the minute we've had <laughs> we've had incidents uh Rictavio sort of like looks a bit confused like this expression of confusion and, and sort of uh, concern furrowing his brow down downward turning his lips as he pauses and looks between you and Grinner and then okay uh well maybe just if you if you if I mean if you want to give him some food I, I think I've still got some dried meats some smoked meat somewhere yeah, you can offer it. Oh, here it is. As he reaches down and pulls out a large pack, chucks you over two small bites of uh, of dried jerky. If you want to feed to him, hands flat, hands flat. He can, he sometimes, he's got quite a large mouth, and if, if you hold it out like this, he'll sometimes get your whole... And she puts up two hands out flat to try and hold some of it up. Yeah, with, I'll, I'll use your previous animal handling, Tittler of 17. The large white dire wolf sniffs the food, and then with his bites down and picks up both bits of meat the tip of the lips just brushing against you to get this little like furry um touch but i mean the the sound of those jaws coming together there's probably a moment of fear but the wolf is incredibly gentle and does not bite you as it picks up the meat throws its head back and swallows it it looks down at your tithler gives you another nudge checking for any more meat sniffing your hands sniffing around your body seeing that there is none lets out another yawn and then rolls over onto its back holding one leg up so that you can scratch its belly Tithler starts scratching and says, um, I, Winter, I have, I've got another friend. Do, do you want to meet them? And she sort of indicates for a drake to come over. Your drake, which has sort of been at the, the edge of the clearing. I keep forgetting you've got a drake. Sorry about that. Um, your drake, which is at the edge of the clearing, pads on over. It's still in its red dragon form, I think, correct? Yeah. Yeah. As it pads on over, uh, Winter sort of sits up and looks over towards it, sniffing. The drake does the same. Both of them sort of sniffing at each other, their noses touching, and then... Winter. Ah, be nice, both of you. <laughs> Your Drake nice. goes like, and then as you go, be nice. <laughs> it pauses. <laughs> one one paw comes up, a little bit of an unsure paw, and then as you say, be nice, it puts its paw back down on the ground. They sort of sniff each other a little bit, then they both try and sniff each other's butt, do a bit of a cyclone for a few seconds as they spin around each other trying to sniff each other's butts, and then uh, your Drake does like a little play bow and bounce the wolf joins in and before too long you can see them sort of like moving back and around the clearing a little bit playing a little bit of chasey through the undergrowth done happy days Hitler just sort of sits there and watches them and enjoys in that for a few minutes well um what I was going to say to you and your friends sorry I haven't had a chance to formally introduce myself um Rictavio as he reaches out and shakes Theodore's hand Ah, Rictavio, you, yes, that's right, we met at the tavern, you were uh, a little bit uh, presumptuous trying to join our conversation, but uh, then we helped you with your wolf, and now you are friends of us, right? 
That was not a great Theo impression. I'll do better. Um, it actually talking? could have been much worse. It could have been much I worse. I thought it was actually yeah, pretty, it was pretty good. on, to be fair. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like yeah, hearing yeah. it as I'm doing it. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I could no, do no, better than um, that. I'd be happy with that. Okay, sweet. Great. Has won't be. Um, he's just he's such a taskmaster. Um, as uh, Zuctavio <laughs> shakes Theo's hands. Um, yeah, pretty impressive. Turning into a, a bear elk? A belk? Uh, Theo just nods. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is what it is called, a belk. <laughs> that was less good. <laughs> he would do that. I know, it was less good. I got worse. <laughs> um, right, well... Um, what were we talking about before you uh, you ran off there, lass? Um, oh, yes. Safe places if you need somewhere to, to hide and rest out. Uh, get away from the dangers of Morovia. Um, near to the castle, there's an old wizard's tower by the lake. If you ever need sanctuary there, head to the wizard's tower. Is there anybody in there? Or, or I mean, I might be there. Uh, I don't know. It depends what happens here in town with Valaki, but... Uh, if I'm not there, uh, you may need to... Uh, there's a way of getting in that's a little bit complicated. Before I explain in great detail how to get in, are you good with like riddles and, and traps and things like that? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's just a, a pretty simple way to get in. Um, all you need to do as, as you get to the door, um, you just need to trace the outline of the, of the patterns on it. What patterns? There's some patterns on a, on a disc. You just need to, to trace them. There's what like stick figures. Did you just... say it was a door? Yeah, it's a door, and there's like a circular like tablet attached to it. Um, you just need to just imitate the positions of the the, yeah. the, the, the figures. Just just trace trace it. No way you need to be, and then just imitate the. Look, Tavi, that's getting a little fucking complicated, mate. <laughs> you said you were. Good at these sort of things. Yeah, you, I didn't know you were going to give fucking hard ones. What, what do you mean? This is not that hard, is it? Oh, don't be a dick, mate. I'm, I'm not trying to be. It just... It's no, hard. look, I'm, you don't have to... I'm trying my hardest here. you call me fucking stupid. I, I don't know which conversation you're participating in, but it's not this one. Look, I'm still heavily concussed, all right? Clearly. You need, to, you need to, like... Like take a big old breath, mate, and just just have a big breath in with me. Ready? In through the nose, and then out through the mouth. I'm gonna sit there. Yeah, it's probably best, mate. Fucking hell. Um, just follow the just follow the the, the lines on the door. Like seriously, it'll make more sense when you see it. There's a big old door. Just. Do the possessions that the figures are in. Follow the lines on the door. Trust me, that's all you need to know. You'll figure it out. Unless you are stupid, right. in which case then you will struggle. <laughs> and well, he gives you a bit of a smile. Yeah. All right, so just to recap, right? we, we got to go have dinner with old mate in his big castle. Uh, Find that's... out some info and then yeah. fuck off. Ideally, what I want you to do is when when he invites you, explore the castle, get as much information as you can from inside, and just bring it back to me. I, if you want to try and meet me at the Wizard's Tower, I, I can guarantee that I'll be there. If you if you get word to me that you've been invited to Castle Ravenloft for dinner, I'll make sure I meet you at the tower. It's not that far away. You can share all the all that you've learned. What you need to do: be very very careful. You need 
to act like this place is getting to you, but you've still got hope and strength left. That's what's going to keep him interested and stop him killing you on the spot. Is there some way we can draw his attention quicker? Do heroic things and fail at them sometimes. I think we got that down pat. Oh, great. Just, just, like, do what you've been doing from the sounds of it. Just draw attention to yourself. Meet with people. Complete tasks. Get a bit of a name for yourself. You need to understand... The Count hears and sees through the eyes of the people here. Not literally, well, I think literally sometimes. It's like he, there are lots of people here who work for him. Spies and that lot. You've got to be careful who you trust, careful who you say things in front of, careful what you communicate. And not just because of the people, creatures here serve him as well. Uh, there are bats, wolves, rats, all of them can be spies for him. And on top of that, his name has... I mentioned this last time, I think. Mentioning his name, not a good idea. I think it draws attention. I think he knows when his name is spoken. Right. Uh, all right, good to know. So stick to calling him the Count or the Baron or the man in the castle, whatever else you want to call him, just don't say his name, would be my advice. That's that's the one starting with S, right? That's his yeah, actual that's... one? Yeah, it's his actual name, as far as I know. All right, Tiffley, you got that? Yes. Yeah, right. Jonah looks down at his book where he's also been writing furiously and, like, looks over at Tiffley, looks at his book and goes, "Uh, I I also got a copy too, Tiffley. So we've we've both got a copy. We, We can, like, compare notes at the end if you like. Would you like that? That'd be fun, right? Uh, yeah, I suppose we could do that. That's That'd be new and different. <laughs> <laughs> right. Only other advice I've got for you. Just try not to get in too deep with the magic here. There's some witches. Uh, they're powerful, very powerful, that live up on an old windmill not too far from town. Do your best to avoid that place. That place is bad news. Yeah, we know. We, You've been, been there. there. We've been there. We we almost got them. The fucking shits. We almost got them, but uh, they kept on kind of disappearing. They have a very mean oven. You almost you almost killed the the three. Well, the not three all women of them. in the windmill. Almost managed to kill one of them. I think. Right. How? I'm genuinely surprised you got out of there alive. Let alone that you had them on the run. How did you escape? Well, we had help from some bloke. Uh, um, Jonah, what was his name? It was Damo. You could ask uh, me. I could ask you, couldn't I, Tiffler? I could have done that, yeah, but I asked Jonah, right? <laughs> what was his name, Jonah? <laughs> Jonah flicks back a few Mr. pages. Mr. Rictavius, his name was Damien, or Damo, we called him. Jonah, Jonah nods. Uh, yeah, I agree with Tiffler. I wrote down uh, Damien here. Damien, Damien, I don't, I don't know that name. What he, what he came in there and pulled you out? Well, he then abandoned us before and after that. Right. Weird. I, I feel like I should have heard about someone able to to, to fend off the, 
the witches of the tower, but I. It's just hey, strange. I mean, I'm, I'm, like lamp or something. A lamp. He fended them off with a lamp. Yeah. I guess I just... I never tried that. I I think it was like a fancy one though. Right. He was just some hunter bloke, right? He just wandered around in the forest. Said he was just doing his thing at night, checking out, hunting owls or something, wasn't he, Jonal? Uh, yeah, for feathers. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, looking for feathers uh, to make some arrows, and he showed me how to make arrows. Right. So yeah, just some hunter. Just some some hunter in the woods has a lantern that scares off witches, and he was right. I just. It just seems really weird, if I'm being honest. Like, people here generally don't do things for strangers. Don't help them out, don't offer them assistance. For this random guy to be wandering around and just, like, well, come you to did. you. Yeah, it's a bit, you that's what us. I mean. It's a bit, me, I haven't helped you yet. Only after you got my wolf out of town. I was just going to give you a bit of friendly advice and try and, like, draw attention to you so you get pulled into the castle sooner. And then I was hoping to plant some sort of, like, item on one of you so that I could see through your eyes or hear what you were up to when you're in the tower but this oh. seems better actually telling you what the plan is and maybe I could use your help so figured I'd talk to you after you help me out oh, that, that right. makes more sense that yeah but it's still transactional I get something out of it you get something out of it probably good friends you know but he, for him gonna, to just, he left he, us and you were just gonna use us yeah welcome to the real world lass yeah, isn't it fucking terrible when your friends just absolutely destroy you psychologically or physically? Right? Doesn't it just suck when you think you trust someone wholeheartedly, that you think they've got your back, <laughs> and then they just do that? Isn't it fucking shit, Jonor? Yeah, I think I think I I'm gonna step in here. I. I'm sensing a bit of tension. I Mr. didn't mention it before because I didn't give a shit. But Mr. Ross Tamian, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were Grenna, on I'm a break. <laughs> sorry, Grenna, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'll, I'll go now. And Tissa will just walk away, tears in her eyes, just into the winter. Into a Drake. No, just <laughs> she's learned her lesson. <laughs> <laughs> And then she runs in an unknown direction. <laughs> right into the mouth of a large swamp monster. And a swampster, if you will. And goes to play with her new friend Winter yeah. and her Drake and cry and keeps wiping her eyes. Rictavio watches Tithla go and looks back and goes, Yeah, I didn't mention it before because, frankly, I don't give a shit. But, like, whatever this is, like... Count's gonna really love this, like the group tension. He's gonna be all about it, turn people against one another, but just make sure he doesn't actually do it for real. Yeah? Yeah. Because that's what he wants, right? I've seen him do it to other groups, tear them apart. I saw one group, right? There was this like paladin, really noble, strong dragon man. I literally watched him tear his best friend and his sister apart with his bare hands. What the fuck for? Yeah, it was fucked. I don't know. He heard whispers telling him to do it for nights and nights without end. They were the first group that I approached for help, actually, but that dude had a bit of a creepy, like, thousand-yard stare, so I backed off and left him alone after that. All right, I'll, this place, I'll keep that in mind. This place will get to you. You need to keep your friends close. It's all right if you put on performances like this. Like, it's great. It, trust me, Count will love that stuff. But try not to get pulled apart. 
in reality. She's just got to learn her fucking lesson, right? She did break the trust there. I'm genuinely disappointed. And you just got to drive that point really deep now. Okay. Cool. As I said, I don't really give a shite. I mean, if, if you end up turning on each other, probably you'll kill her, statistically. I don't know about that, actually. She's a <laughs> sneaky little shit. I should just slit your throat when you're sleeping, then. Yeah, Looks like someone tried that, to be honest. Oh, no, they didn't try. They fucking succeeded. Yeah, funny that. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I it's it's weird that you've gone through life and people have tried to cut your throat. I mean, most people might take a look at that and think maybe there's something about themselves they might need to change. Not a soldier's life, mate. No, not a soldier's life. Yeah, fair. All right. No, again, as I said, don't give a shite. <laughs> as long as you uh, get me the intel I need on, on the castle, couldn't care what you do. Seem to be probing pretty deep for somewhere who doesn't give a fuck, mate. Just offering some friendly be... advice. Happy to back off and don't give a shit. Shite. All right. Sorry. Forgot the accent for a second there. <laughs> Would you kindly? <laughs> Would you kindly? That's it. That's. I was wondering where that voice was coming from because it's just... And I had this like, yeah. Would you kindly go and head into the castle, please? <laughs> Get me some information. Would you kindly? Oh, man. Fucking Bioshock. Love it. Well... All right, I think we're done here. Let's go back to town and find where uh, everyone else is fucked off to. Sounds like a plan. I'm going to get some food. Getting pretty hungry. Shall we, uh, we probably shouldn't all go back at once, though, right? But why? it feels like it would draw attention that we all just wander in at the same time. How, how did you get into town? Through the fucking door, mate. Did you all wander in together? Well, no. Goat Boy came along a bit later. Uh, I guess we all... All three of us kind of wandered out at the same time, though. I, I don't think I don't think it's going to be a problem walking back in together no. if you're left together. It's well, up to you. you make, make it such a big deal we all come out here all sneaky-like and you know, we all go back in at the same time. I, the sneakiness wasn't leaving the town. The sneakiness was coming into the woods. I didn't want the, the guards to know that I'm out here or anyone else. Oh, shit. We were supposed to be sneaky when we were going towards the woods. Did you, go the, did you do it the opposite fucking direction? Did you sneak out of town and then just like traits through the open fields arms in arms I mean, skipping along as you whistled there was a lot of whistling not Fuck so much me, I'm going to pack up camp you lot it's fucking hopeless as you watch as he like bends down begins packing up his satchel <laughs> whistles to the winter wolf <laughs> and then chucks the saddle back over the back of it shut up by Bahamut I swear well, on my life instructions right I told you that just get back into town. I'll catch up with you absolute pieces of shite later when you've got me the information, right? Well, fuck me. All right, then. Uh, with just... that, <laughs> uh, Tithla, you watch as, the, as, as you hear the whistle from Octavio, the winter wolf speeds over. He climbs onto its back, gives it a bit of a, a kick, and the winter wolf takes off at high speed. Your drake kind of looks over as it sees it disappear <laughs> into the undergrowth. That's okay. We'll learn that one day. One day. <laughs> Everyone leaves. You'll you'll understand soon, Drake, what it's like. <laughs> first, Mr. Rickness. Well, first Damo, second, Mr. Rick Dame. Rick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I'm especially impressed that you manage a different name for him every single time. That's got to take some dedication. Thanks. I try. I try real hard. <laughs> 
really, really trying. As the rest of you head back in through the main gate, um, meeting up with Theodore, uh, Theodore, who I kind of like didn't do much with just then. Um, <laughs> as the rest of you head back towards the main gate, this time the uh, the southeastern gate, heading back in towards town. Um, we'll jump back to Luther and Raspip as you head down the uh, the southern road. Uh, heading towards the toy shop. As you arrive outside the toy shop, as I described previously to Luther, the shop itself is brightly coloured, but the sign is somewhat aged, the paint somewhat faded. As you as you can see it in the light of day, Luther, and pick up a few more details about it, the window is packed full of toys, but some of them are covered in cobwebs um, and look to be quite old and, and unused. And as you open the door and hear the little bell tinkle above you and step inside to the very cramped shop filled with shelves and shelves of toys, um, you can see Blinsky is uh, is actually uh, sitting in front of his uh, workbench, um, right in main view of the customers. There's, there's no one else in here at the moment, um, just Blinsky himself. And it looks like he's carving uh, a small um, marionette. You can actually see the strings laid out ready to attach and it looks like he's uh, he's working on the face details and applying a little bit of paint and carving away as well underneath at a section of the cheekbone that he's not happy with and as you enter in Luthor with Raspip in close toe behind you um, Blinsky looks up and turns around this very friendly open face um, let me quickly pull open my notes on a Blinsky um, wearing what looks to be almost like a jester's outfit um, a little bit pudgy with a, actually, Raspip, a beard very similar to yours. The moustache curled up and then just the, um, what is it when it's just around the, the mouth and chin? Chin Is that a chin strap? No, chin strap's when it goes along the chin. Goatee, I think. Goatee, thank you. I think a complete mental blank there. Yeah, large moustache and goatee. I'm a man. And as, oh, man. As, uh, as Luther walks in with Raspip close behind, um, Blinsky left some goes, Oh, my friends, welcome. Welcome to Blinsky's Toys. It's no fun. It's no Blinsky. How can I help you today? Oh, you brought friend. Hello, little friend. Would you like a toy? Um, are you talking to me? Yes. Would you like a toy? I have many toys yeah. on sale. Do you have any toys that are capable of chopping off a finger? <gasps> so many toys! Please, come have a look at this one. It is a tiny guillotine. And he leads you over to a shelf. Luthi, I think I actually described this to you last time. The, yeah, uh, the toy. I've did. actually described this before. I remember the guillotine toys and all yeah. that. <laughs> it's hilarious. real as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a tiny guillotine with a razor blade inside. And you can see that there's a doll's head that's just been chopped off. He goes, yeah, let me demonstrate. He reaches down, pulls out a small doll. Um, it looks like... I would say, Luther, you recognize immediately this This looks a little bit like Rose. As he pulls open the little toy, puts it underneath the guillotine and pulls the tiny string, he watches the blade goes and the doll's head just into the basket. See? It's no fun. It's no Blinsky. Please be careful putting fingers inside the blade. It is very sharp and will chop them off, yeah? Um, is it is it strong enough to actually chop off a finger, though? Will it get clean through? Ooh. All of Blinsky's toys are made with accuracy in mind. It should do the job very nicely. Cut through bone and flesh. It's no fun. It's no Blinsky. I like you, Mr. Blinsky. <laughs> no, Most I people call me a little bit creepy. <laughs> it's nice that you are so friendly. Are there any other toys you would like to see? I'm currently working on puppets of our friends here. And he reaches over and pulls up what looks to be a marionette of Luther. Wait a sec. I I'm pretty sure I said not to uh, take my visage, if I remember correctly. 
Oh, I have not taken your visage. See, the face is so different. And as you look closer, you can see he's painted the eyes different colors and the mouth is frowning. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> oh, and you have black hair too. <laughs> I feel like the frown is the same though, isn't it? Oh, in that case then, it's like a, he's painted it upside down. <laughs> so it's a really <laughs> weird smile. It's just a frown literally turned upside down. I'm still going to disregard that doll. I'm gonna I really like the, the hat. Is it removable? <laughs> he pulls the hat off and puts it back on again. When he pulls the hat off, you can see it doesn't just take the hat. It pulls the top of the scalp open too, revealing a brain inside that's been carved out oh. of wood. Perfect. Do you feel anything weird when he takes the Yeah, there's the hat like off. a cold tingle <laughs> around your head. Nah, nah, nah. Not really. Only in your mind, Letha. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to disregard the doll. I'm going to pick up the doll's head. Um, and I'm gonna sort of hold it to him and sort of show him who was um who 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 was uh, this who was the uh, inspiration for this uh, here doll? Oh, no inspiration, just great uh, lots of faces, just based on based on faces. I have a whole drawer, see? And he pulls open a drawer from the workbench that just reveals like hundreds of dolls' heads carved from wood and painted that just rattle about uh, like tiny dice inside as he just pulls this drawer open. You can see there's all different sizes of heads. Disturbingly, all of them have a little bit of red around the neck. <laughs> okay. Um, so this one looks like Rose, though. As you look at it, Luther, yeah, a little bit. Have you... um? Have you got a little doll of Lady Wachter by chance? Yes, of course. I make all the famous people in town. Yeah, let me show you. And he reaches down, heads behind the uh, the workbench, and emerges a few moments later, Raspip, with another marionette, um, this time of Lady Wachter. How big is the marionette? Um, it's probably about 20 centimetres tall. Um, so it's not, it's not very big. It's quite small. I'd say maybe Would thirty. Be... I'd say it's about a ruler's length high. So yeah, about, let's say about thirty centimeters. About a ruler length. Yeah. Okay. Do you have um? Do you have any larger than this of Lady Wachter? No, no larger. In case she sees it and gets me in trouble. Fair, she told me enough. never to make one of her. I made three. <laughs> Two of them I sold. One I have not. Um. I think I'd like to buy this little finger guillotine of yours. Of course. But, but what what price could you do me if I take the Lady Wachter as well? Oh, take both. Well, to be honest, it would get the uh, puppet off my hands and maybe get me out of trouble in case the boys come round again. So let us say for a whole thing, I could do for one gold for both. And, and do you also have any toys that resemble... A roll of coins in a bag. Roll of coins in bag? Uh, yeah. I mean, I have many have a, sacks. Or, or uh, do you let have me... a sack that I can put some coins in? A sack you could put coins in? Um, sack you could put coins in? Yeah, I probably have a... I, I, could, I could show you, like, rather than... like. So, so when I am making some of the, the plush dolls, I, I use, like, an inner bladder. I could just give you that, and uh, you could put coins in that. Uh, I want it strong enough to hit somebody with. And hmm. not have the coins fall out. Well, that does sound like fun. Uh, why don't you use my uh, my fun uh, nail cudgeon? Uh, give me a moment. And he heads behind the workbench and then comes out a moment later with a wooden um, cudgeon. Cudgeon? Is that the right word? 
cudgel. Yep. Cudgel is the word I'm looking for. Um, that has nails hammered through it. <laughs> um, that, that, that looks all right, but I'm, I'm looking at not doing anything permanent. I just want to hit them with the coin sack a couple of times and not kill them. Oh, not kill... Oh, well, I... Hmm. I, I, I could work on this. Maybe you come back tomorrow and I have something for you. Or do you need it can you, can you? Would it be possible to, like, bend the end of the nails? Oh, I could hammer them back in. I, I like the nails. The nails are good. Oh, I could just hammer the tip back in so it's curved around. Yeah, I just want them to curve around so that they're oh. not sharp. Uh, easy. That would take me, like, ten seconds. <laughs> it's no fun. Yep. It's no blitzkrieg. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that sounds perfect. Oh, give Sign me better moment. one of them as well. He leans over, begins hammering these nails back into the cudgel, and then hands it over to you. Oh, I feel like Luther just too. has. I feel like Luther just has a deadpan expression. <laughs> I well for cudgel too. Let us say two gold pieces for or three. How does that sound? Yep, I'm. Uh, I'm very happy with that. Oh, me too. I love it when I make a sale of toys. Oh, I hope the children that you give these to it brings them a big smile on their face and much joy, much joy. I'm um, getting the sense that they're going to um, absolutely love it. Oh, I hope so. Well, now, was there um, anything else I could help you with? Yeah, my um, friend here. Um, I just got—I do have a question for you. You said that um, some boys had come around uh, checking. Oh in on well, I probably shouldn't call them boys. They are—they are men now. They keep reminding me they're not children. Uh, Lady Fiona worked as sons. Oh, so that would be. Well, their names, uh, was Carl like and Nikolai. That's the ones, yeah. Oh, so you you know them on a personal basis? Uh, yes, I have uh, had the pleasure of uh, selling them at a very good discount, thanks to the Lady Walker's uh, communication with me. Many toys that they have used. Huh. I sort of look at him. When he says talking, like, in discounts and stuff, does he have any, like, not visible bruises, I guess, but, like, does he have any... <laughs> no. No signs of any damage to his face okay. or body, as far as you can see. <laughs> Good question, though. So I take it, though, that, um... This is my understanding that you're not on the best terms with them, of course. Oh, I could not possibly speak ill of such wonderful customers. But they are trying sometimes, yes. So, um, do you know where, um, where these these two hang out, per se, other than your state itself? Do they have any, like, hangouts? I wouldn't mind talking to them. Um, I got some questions. Just, oh. you know, of, the, of business. Well, I, I know that they sometimes hang out in the, uh, the area behind the stockyard near the uh, southeastern gate. Uh, stockyard, southeastern gate. Okay, <laughs> know that. They have a small area there that they uh, steal wine from. I mean, acquire wine <laughs> from, as well as other things that they want, and uh, generally create a bit of a nuisance. Okay, so uh, they just hang out that bit for the most part and acquire these wines. Otherwise, you will find them in the manor house with their with their mother. They often uh, play play in the yards with much glee, setting creatures on fire and whatnot. Oh, these uh, these boys sound wholesome, very boisterous. Well, perfect. Um, thanks for your time. 
you um I think that's gonna be more than enough for me at least. Uh rest paper, what have you got here? You sell anything with Velcro on it by chance. What is Velcro? It's a funny word. If you if you touch one bit of fabric to another bit of fabric and they stick together. Ooh. Sounds like sounds like cool magic. I, I'm sorry, not something that I do. In Think of the possibilities. Last... You could have detachable heads, detachable limbs. <gasps> you just see him getting very excited. Um, one other thing. Do you could have, have organs that... inside the body that you remove? Sorry, what do you say? No, that's all right. I'm uh, I'm full of good ideas. Um, and organs. I would yeah. say that. Please don't remove any of my organs, though. I don't think I'd like that very much. No, um, no, of course not. Um. Do you have anything, any toys that are flammable? Any of the wooden ones? Any, I'm, I'm talking more liquidy flammable. Oh no, flame is too dangerous for children to play with. They might burn themselves. Do you have any... Knives are okay though. <laughs> and nails. <laughs> <laughs> and guillotines. Hmm. Um, yeah, alright, no, fair enough. Well, All right, well, Belinsky was uh, great to see. You. We're gonna we're gonna take off. Um, it was it's always such a joy coming to your um, a look around that fine uh, establishment. <laughs> no problem. You're welcome anytime. Remember, if you have any children that you need to think, any children you think of who could benefit from a, a smile and some fun, is no fun. Is no Belinsky. I don't think there's any children, but uh, yeah, my, but, but yeah, no problem. We'll, um, <laughs> We'll see, you, we'll see you soon, I'm sure. No problem. Goodbye. Come back soon. Thank you, Blinsky. Bye. Bye. I'm going to have a doll of you next time you come here. As you walk away, Raspip. All right. Thank you. I close the... <laughs> so as, I, as me and Raspip exit, I close the door. And I, so as we're walking away, I go, uh, I don't know why. Every, I wish I never went to that bloody... That shop that... Uh, do you know how much I... joy it brings me making you go there again for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> Just to creep you out with Blinsky. <laughs> so, I love him so much. He's such a fun character. He's a nice dude. He's a great guy. He just wants to bring smiles to children. Like, really? Uh, are, you, well... are you against that? No. No, it's fine. He wants to bring Glasgow smiles to children, maybe. <laughs> Certainly a Glasgow kiss. <laughs> well, I think um, I think with that we'll we'll leave Belinsky. I got some info yeah. now at least. Like I know that like they like to hang out in the stockyard and steal wine, so we can probably use that info to our advantage. But I'll probably try and link up with the others as they return to town. Brilliant. Um, well, you know that they would have headed out through the southeastern gate, which is actually the direction you need to go to the stockyard anyway. So actually works out crazy coincidence uh, mm. as you and Raspip head down the main street uh, you see the others walking back in through the I, lane you know what entrance. I will do though quickly is also yeah, yeah. before we start I'm going to talk pretty loudly to Raspip try and gain so people can hear and just talk about like uh, the newest wine shipments that are coming into the town 
Um, so the the Wachter boys might start thinking that there's. A, a <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I. I. If you if you are happy to role play this, I, I would like you to because I reckon Raspip's gonna have no fucking idea what you're talking about and be really confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be really funny. So yeah, please, Luther. Um. All right. So as we're walking down, um, I, I start seeing people around, like sort of. Uh, I'm trying. I'm saying this fairly loudly. So um. Have you heard that there's going to be this new uh, this wine shipment coming in? It's uh, going to, I think it's going to be really nice. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of wine. I know that you're whining a lot. <laughs> no, 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 um, wine that you drink. Uh, but anyway, there's going to be a lot of wine. <laughs> I'm saying this really loudly. Um, wine shipment coming in uh, later tonight, I think. Okay. So, um, no, no, by all means, um, yeah, so I just thought I'd let you know, uh, my friend here. Um, yeah, just a lot of wine coming in. And I just sort of keep saying a lot of wine, expensive wine, saying it really loudly, <laughs> trying to drum up some rumors around town so the Wachter boys can be there. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Raspip doesn't help in any way, shape, or form of keeping that conversation alive. <laughs> I love the idea of like it sounds like an infomercial where Luther's walking down, being like, "Did you know that there's wine coming in?" And Rasmus like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> there's a great shipment of really good wine coming in into the RSX dockyard." What the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> wait, there's more. There's so much great wine. It's so good. Pay my card, and we'll give you the second lot free. <laughs> I'm going to chop your finger off with this we'll guillotine. Some steak knives. <laughs> if you keep telling me about this wine, I'm going to chop your winky off with this <laughs> little guillotine to test it out. You could try. You could try. <laughs> no, that's what, that's what Raspip says. Um, oh, well, I mean, that's what the party will hear, like though. As, as we get closer to the party, um, they'll be hearing me talk about wine pretty loud. Brilliant. As, as the party reunite... Um, the rest of you having just come in through the eastern gate and heading up just past the stockyard. Uh, as you get up, you see Raspip and Luther just walking down the main road, Luther quite loudly going, and that great wine at the Arasek stockyard. <laughs> and Raspip going, what? <laughs> You've said this 14 times. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> or maybe at this point, um, Raspip's just cast silence on himself and now he doesn't have to listen to it. Um... You, yeah, you all reunite outside the front of the stockyard. All right, As... you lot. Perfect, go, go. What are you talking about wine for? Um, oh. They're not the huh? only ones whining. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Did some? Did something just say something? <laughs> Fucking hell. Do I, um, I, I need some quick clarification. Does Luther know that they've been beefing? Because nah. like I haven't really been around the party, uh, so I wouldn't you, know much. You would only I? would have seen the very start of it, uh, which okay. was quite yep. tame by comparison. <laughs> it escalated quickly, so yeah, okay, that's uh, cool. That's probably cool. Probably not. It dice rolled very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so I look at them all. I, there's obviously like an air of tension. So yeah, um, the 15 feet between Tiffler and Brenner <laughs> was your first clue. <laughs> So, um, how are you guys going? Um, how, how are you all doing? Yeah, we're good. We uh, we saw Ricky and uh, we got shit to do now. Oh, well, perfect. Uh, I myself have um, run down the lead. Um, I sort of look around to make sure that there's like 
you know, maybe like I gesture for us to come into a bit more of a discreet area. So uh, I've got a bit of a lead. Um, those two guys we saw in the stock. You're not going to talk about wine, are you? The whole point I was talking about the wine was to drum up interest, get some rumors going, because those guys like to steal wine. So I'm sort of hoping to set up a bit of an ambush. Um, you know, we can jump them and then we can um, we can have a chat take with them. Their, take their fingers. <laughs> Sorry, okay. um, we're not. Uh, no, we're not taking. Fingers. Yeah, I agree with Tiffa. We're not taking their fingers. What? Well, hang on, hang on. Don't just shoot him down. What's he want them for? Yeah, what? Wanna, what do you want them for? Grena, I, I bet that if I was pro taking fingers, then you'd be against it. I want to. Uh, I said I'm sorry. I want to send them yeah, to the lady walker. Wait. So Rasput, I'm. I want to take the fingers, and I want to send them to the Lady Wachter. Any That's particular me. fingers? Or the, the finger, the finger that my ring is on. Well, that, that's on her own fucking hand, so she's already got it. It's a it's message. How about this? How about this? How about we just talk to them first, and then we can decide what to do with their fingers. I myself am not really keen on the uh, the finger lopping situation, but. Raspit pulls out his new cudgel. All right, we'll talk to them first. Has has everyone forgotten that we already have an appointment with them at two bells, whatever that means? We just have to bring some wine or something? That was like 20 minutes ago. It was like three hours ago, but sure, yeah. Okay, it was like three hours ago. <laughs> I mean, I myself, look... Um, it was I like personally... three weeks for us. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, um... I myself wouldn't mind having a bit of a... Like, I have no... I don't want to torture him or anything per se, but at the same time, don't I don't want to, to go do. into the... I don't, I'm not privy to uh, any torturing going on around my, you know, vicinity. But um, I wouldn't mind going into that house with at least some bargaining chips. Well, hold hold on. Just Can we go back just a minute? Who's they? Who, who keep talking about? Who's All right. So um, I found out that the people who were in the soccer that day, and I think they released that wolf, um, is her sons, Nikolai and uh, Carl Wachter. I think they were down that the, their uh, stockyard, and I found out that they like to, um, they have a small area where they steal wine and other such things. Well, they're no good pieces of shit, right? Well, I, I, but, uh, I believe that is uh, correct. Alright, so... With them. Sorry, what? Did, I did, did somebody say something? Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. You know, I think Tiffler said something. Tiffler, what would you say there, my friend? I said maybe I would get on well with them then, since I'm a piece of shit. Hey, glad you're getting <laughs> used to that now. Oh, guys, guys, cop. All right, guys, what's going on? Oh, uh, you know, just the usual trust-breaking exercises. I look at Tiffler. <laughs> Tiffler's just looking down at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I, I might have a mind of... like I, I, might, I, I think I might know what's sort of going on here. Is this uh, in relation to uh, your time in the stockade? Yeah. I wasn't... No. No. Not your time that stuck eight. If you weren't in the stuck eight. Exactly. Yeah, I was in there for a long time and nobody got me out of there. And uh, the people that did know I was there decided to fuck with me. After I'd 
got myself into that stockade in order to keep you lot out of trouble. I mean, I mean, I, I will admit you did knock out that guard. Did, didn't really need to do that. But... Well, yeah, look, I didn't expect him to be that fucking old, right? <laughs> you don't put someone that old on guard duty. It's I mean, nonsense. I mean, at least, you know, he was probably a piece of shit, though, right? Like, he probably deserved some of it. Oh, I fucking doubt it. If I remember correctly, he was really nice. Well, I don't remember know. meeting him, so that's all right. <laughs> anyway, um, I just, I, I, I'm sorry. We were, I just, I don't understand what's funny. I, I don't know how to have friends. Everyone leaves me. First demo. Now, Mr. Rismith is just says that he's using us. I, I, I sort of crouch down, um, a squat down, get like to her level. I uh, place my hand on like Tisla's shoulder. I'm like, hey. Hey, darling, come on, I've always been here. You'll leave soon, too. I've already oh, pushed Grinner away. No, look, give Grinner time. He's, um, he's angry now, but he'll come around. Just that, uh, what you need to do now, you need to mend the bridge. You, you, you've obviously done something that hurts um, our friend here, so uh, you need to make amends. So whether that be little things or big gestures, it's, uh, it's in your, that's in your call. It. I mean... Tiffler. I saw what you did. <laughs> I am privy to the knowledge. Yeah, but I, I don't... No, no, I don't deserve to be forgiven. Oh, I see. I think... I think what you did was horrible, don't get me wrong, but I, I think... I think down... I, I think overall, I think it's worthy of being I, I forgiven. Understand. Understand. No, it's definitely worthy of being forgiven. I was so, terrible. You, you I'm a terrible little goblin monster. Oh, oh look, fucking um, stop it. Stop Ifla. just. All right, guys, look. Ifla, can I just ask you a question? Okay. When what? you're getting upset, who are you getting upset at? Are you getting upset at you? Well, of course I'm getting upset at me. I'm the one that messes it all up always. Well, if you're getting upset at you, then you're not upset at anybody else. And if you're not upset at anybody else, can you just keep those feelings internally until <laughs> I get my ring back, and then I'll leave you, and then you can talk about them. Awesome. Just a couple more days, buddy. A couple more days. Yeah, somebody else is going to leave me too. Conceal, don't feel. Oh, no, he will leave. <laughs> I will definitely. I'm gonna, leave as he starts, when as I get my ring starts back. talking, as Rusty starts talking, I'm going to start dragging him away. <laughs> it doesn't take much strength. He doesn't weigh very much. <laughs> All right, Rusty. Please don't touch you. me. Please don't. We're touch here me. to help you, but uh, like you're making the situation ten times worse. Um, we formed an agreement where I would help you, and you would help me, and so far, all that's happened is I've helped you. So can we please go and put some coins in this fucking bag and then go and beat some children with it? Please. Um, please. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> on that Damn. note, it's time to end. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> we will be back well. next week. As um as Andrew goes and fills a sack with coins and um hits people with it. <laughs>
Yeah, just the the children. Just the children. Um, Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We will be back again next week, hopefully, with the whole cast and uh, the meeting with Lady Fiona as uh, we leave off this session as uh, Raspip is interrupted by the chiming of bells twice. We are ready to go. And that is where we'll wrap up for tonight. So stay safe. Excuse me. Stay well, everybody. We will see you all tomorrow night for our Avatar Legends campaign and Wednesday night for our Return of the Giants campaign. And then this Saturday for the very last session of Grounded. We're almost finished. We were almost done last week, but then they released a new boss, the Wasp. A Bosp, if you will. And uh, we Uh, now feel the need to defeat the Bosp. So we'll do that next session. Um, That is all we need to do tonight. Stay safe. Stay well. We will see you all again next time. But until then... Well, actually, if you're in Twitch chat, don't go anywhere because we're going to bring across and raid the Corsairs Cove. Our lovely pirate friends over at the Corsairs Cove, we will go raid them in a moment. Um, I'll run the outro and then I will take us over and across. So stick around. We'll see you at the Corsairs Cove in a moment. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See everyone. Thank you.